0: bottom like a boss want to know more go to ronniewashburn.com now that's r-a-o-n-i washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. If you don't feel an overwhelming sense of shame and regret right after you come in a jerk-off session, then you're not doing it right. guys I know we've all been there at least once if not more in our lives when you look over to the left and you see that beautiful hot jock top and he's giving you that seductive stare he starts to take his clothes off and you just know something really good is about to happen but then you look over to your left and you see that other hot jock top who's black and beautiful and everything you wanted and more. And as he's taking his clothes off also, with a seductive stare heading in your direction, you realize this shit is about to get good. And as the clothes come off, you grab your little bottle of poppers that's laying right beside you, take the biggest of fucking hits, and you're ready. You are just ready for what's about to happen, and you just can't believe magnitude of how amazing this is about to feel. And then you suddenly come and if you think that this is actually a like freeway story or scenario, no, (laughs) you might have done that before in your past and I definitely have done it in my past too, but I just so happen to be like laying on my bed, holding my iPhone with my bottle of poppers beside me while watching a porn video of these two guys that we're about to go at it and you guys I was jerking off and honestly this is my cup of coffee quote-unquote to get me started on my day so sit back relax put on that condom or pop your prep pill and let's explore the entire notion of what it means to look at this video and think to yourself in your head you are such a jerk off You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ community activist, self proclaimed, messy, loud mouthed, and somewhat semi passable podcast host, Popper Somalier porn star fluffering training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Exposé Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just is. The most awkward come face in the entire podcast world. My Gay Exposé podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means to jerk off. Why we do it. Why I do it so often in my life. Why jerking off is actually my cup of coffee to get me started each and every day. Why jerking off is something that I absolutely fucking have to do before I go to bed if I don't have sex with someone else? And where are all the places that I've actually jerked off in? And why do I find some kind of exciting enticement by the idea and the notion of jerking off in places that you're really just not supposed to jerk off in? What are the percentages of men that actually jerk off? You'd be fucking surprised. And how many times do you jerk off in a day Do you guys still jerk off into socks like you did when you were like 16 years old? And really, we're just going to talk about the art of jerking off and all the reasons why it is such a staple in today's gay society. But first, before we actually drop our pants and begin to jerk and realize that the porn you're watching is actually straight porn and it just killed your boner, first, let's hop into this week's re- Expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand. You came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress. Or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, fuck. What was I even trying to say there? Oh, God, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a (laughs) re-expose. All right, you guys, so check it out. I need to sort of, I guess, update all of you on what's been going on here at My Gay Expose podcast. So if you listened to last week's uh, repeated expose, which I know a lot of you were asking why are, like, we in a moment where reruns are kind of now a thing. Listen, I know I was a little cryptic in sort of explaining myself last week in the re-expose segment, But I've been going through a whole hell of a lot the last couple of months, but I am finally getting to a place where I've just accepted a brand new Castro apartment. And you guys, I'm so fucking excited for this shit. You don't even know how much more amazing that this new place is going to be, but there's just a lot that's been going on. My current living situation in this moment is literally weeks away from its end, and I couldn't be more happy. Now, I did post something on social media that got a lot of your attention. So let me just address that because I do feel like I didn't explain a lot and I got a bombardment of questions, concerns, all of it. Basically, what happened was I posted on Instagram and it says as follows, after eight years of mental abuse... I'm finally getting out of my toxic living situation and have accepted a new Castro apartment that is a thousand times more conducive to the way that I want to live my life. If you're living in a situation where you feel unsafe at times, but don't want to leave because your mind begins to tell you how difficult it will be to make that journey and that change and that shift, just do it anyway, because you have one life to live and living that life with a eased mind is the only healthy way to live your life. Don't be afraid to make that leap. Long story short, plain and simple, I have lived in a toxic living situation for the past eight years. And I, it took me this long, you guys, to realize that I just need to get the fuck out of here and just close the book on this chapter in my life officially. I have so much more shit That is about to come out on the show that will reveal a little bit more in depth as to what is going on here. But in the meantime, just continue to listen to the classic repeat episodes on this show and just know that there is more on the horizon. More new shit coming soon that I'm really fucking excited about and can't wait to announce but can't quite do that just yet. But just know that I am getting out of this situation and it is affecting the recording process for this show, which is why you're hearing these repeats. But I'm weeks away, you guys, weeks away. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get into my new digs. And you'll be hearing more updates as we maneuver along. But thanks for reaching out. Thanks for all the concern. Thanks for like telling me that that little PSA that I put out on social media was something that possibly people needed to hear. And if you are in a toxic living situation, or just a situation, just get the fuck out. Like Mariah Carey says, why don't you get the fuck out? (laughs) Because I'm doing just that and I am so excited for what's next for me and my future and this show. So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation that just so happens to have a needs to be cleaned because it's a cum rag themed undertone first let's get your gay expose (laughs) psych just kidding so you guys i decided to take a little bit different of a spin with the your gay expose segment this week so this week instead of reaching out to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners, in regards to this specific topic, which would have been so much fun, but I just, I had to tell you all, all the different places that I've been, where I've jerked off, where I probably shouldn't have, and why. (laughs) I have this little weird fetish with jerking off in places where I'm really not supposed to, and I feel like it kind of has something to do with that, like, excitement factor of I could potentially be gotten... Caught at any moment, anyone could walk through the door, etc. But I just wanted to give you a list of all the crazy places that I have jerked off in over the years because there's just so many that it just is going to fill up this entire segment. So (laughs) let's just get into all of that shit now. As I've stated so many times on this. So, I grew up in the Christian church. And so what that means is literally like you guys, like preschool through after college, I was very heavily involved in the church. So when I say that I've actually jerked off in a church, I'm I'm actually saying that I've jerked off in a church so many times, countless times, times like if you asked me how many, I couldn't tell you because it's been so many I wonder what the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ thought about my cum face. One time I actually jerked off with another guy that I was like kind of seeing at the time. And he had this place that had like a rooftop like situation where everybody in his shared building could just have access to at any moment. So literally we're like sitting on these little like chairs and we're jerking off with each other. And at any moment, somebody could just walk in and we would be busted. (laughs) Honestly, that one was kind of fucking hot. (laughs) There was one situation that I was in where I was managing a restaurant years ago where I actually regularly jerked off in the office before each shift every single fucking morning. So I would jerk off in the morning before work. I would get to work to start my day with like office work before the actual restaurant opened. And I would very quickly try to get my jerk off in in the office before any other of the employees arrived. It was kind of like a rush because at any moment, the way that the office was positioned, people could just like walk in and I would never know before they got there. (laughs) Who hasn't jerked off in a, re- a public restroom stall? <laughs> I mean, we've done just about everything else that you could possibly think of as gay men in a bathroom stall. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've done that before too. Actually, there was one specific time I did that I was just, I don't remember. It was years ago. I was so fucking horny and overwhelmed with the horniness that I had. I had to like do it right then and there. And so I walked into... Barnes and Nobles of all places. And I went into their restroom, got in the stall and just started going at it. And I remember this guy came in and I could kind of see him through like the little tiny crevices of the door that he was waiting because it was the only stall that you could take a shit on. And I just kept going and he was just standing there waiting for me to like finish jerking off before he came in to take a shit. (laughs) I think we've all honestly jerked off in cars, right? But I've actually jerked off in a car while somebody was driving and I was in the passenger seat and like literally there were cars flying by and it was like in full on view and it was just so exciting to like wonder if they were actually getting an Eiffel or not. Uh, This is the kind of exhibitionist shit that I'm into, you guys. (laughs) It explains so much about my fucking personality. It's not even funny. Some place that I actually have jerked off in, but like actually can't anymore, and I can't really figure out why, is I absolutely cannot jerk off in the shower. And as crazy as that is to say out loud, I know a lot of people actually use their shower time to like jerk off throughout their day. I'm just not capable. I think it has something to do with the water, like splashing on. I I don't know what it is, you guys, but I'm just not able to get off if I'm trying to jerk off in the shower (laughs) you heard it here first so this one's a little bit awkward to talk about out loud but believe it or not i have actually jacked off in the following places my grandma's house my mom's house my dad's house my aunt's house my brother's house my best girlfriend's house (laughs) i literally could go on and on there is absolutely no fucking shame in my game actually it's so funny too, because i 'm in a weird space where like if I go any longer than a day without jerking off, I get a little like stir crazy and grumpy and just like anxiety set starts to set in so when I go on va- like long vacations with people and i don 't really have like a good opportunity to find a spot to jerk off in, I will legitimately do just about anything to find like a quick minute to just jerk off where the fuck ever. I find. (laughs) I mean, you want to enjoy your vacations, right? (laughs) And as awkward as this one is to admit out loud, I've actually jerked off in a restaurant walk-in refrigerator unit. (laughs) And you guys, there's so much, uh, like, opposing forces going on in that moment because it's, like, so fucking cold in there. And it's, like, going against your goddamn boner. (laughs) But I pulled it off like a champ. (laughs) Oh my God. I think that's the first time I've ever fucking like admitted that out loud to anyone. (laughs) You're welcome. One time I actually jerked off on the couch in our shared living room while my roommate was in his room and I could actually hear him on a phone call conversation with somebody and just knew based on how I just know his regular habits that he could bust out of his door at any moment. And his bedroom door is like directly adjacent to where the living room couch is. So like the first thing he would see is me sitting on the couch jerking off. And you guys, I successfully pulled that off. And I think what got me off all the more was the idea that I could be caught at any moment. So one of my friends years ago told me this story that just, like, always kind of stuck with me. And one that I feel was just, like, fucking hysterical. He told me that he and a guy that he was seeing at the time were out, at like, doing a very heavy night of drinking. And they went back to, like, that guy's place. And I guess the guy was so wasted that they, you know, got home, the clothes started coming off. But then the guy just ended up rolling over with his back to him and passing out completely naked, so, he, the guy was just kind of like, well, what the fuck? Like, I'm horny as fuck. What do I do? So, he actually went through the motions of jerking off into the guy's ass because the guy had his back to him. And so, he really just like basically jerked off into the guy's ass. And the guy was just like full on passed out and didn't wake up or anything. And he actually came on the guy's ass, got up, went into the guy's linen closet, got a towel to clean up the gum. Oh my God, I just ate that story up like you would never believe. So you guys, listen, ironically, and this is just the shit that happens to me in my life, I swear to God, I experienced a very similar situation like three years after I learned of this story where I was in a similar situation with a guy out of the bars. We went to his place and he did the exact same thing where he turned over and passed out with his back to me. And I think I was thinking about this story from my friend and I thought I'm gonna fucking go for it. I mean, why not? He did it, I can do it too. But what ended up happening was as I was like coming on the guy's ass, he rolled around in horror and said, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, oh, um, you might need a cum towel for your ass, just to let you know. <laughs> so if you're totally judging me, you probably should be. <laughs> Listen, you guys, there is absolutely no fucking shame in my game. I don't give a shit. I will jerk off anywhere you want me to jerk off in. Actually, call me on the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline and tell me where you think I should jerk off next at 415 <laughs> And maybe I'll take you up on your challenge. But don't worry, you guys. The Your Gay Expose segment will be back next week. And we'll get all of the crazy answers from a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners. But for now, let's get my gay expose. And you'll get all the reasons why I tell myself in my head on a regular basis, you are such a jerk off. All right, you guys, listen. I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster and it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow My Gay Expose podcast to get to that next best thing. What in this world is better than jerking off? No, really, I'm asking you, like, what in this world is better than jerking off? Because truth be told, I can't think of anything better than doing something that you're actually able to do in your day-to-day, everyday ritualistic routine that allows you to not only wake you up, but relax a little bit more throughout your day and, you know, take off that edge and just make it a better Fucking day, especially if you're walking into kind of like a you know fucked up day at the office or some shit. (laughs) But really, honestly, I I think I've talked about this on the show in the past, but like jerking off first thing in the morning, that's my that's my cup of coffee. Like literally, this is my routine. My alarm goes off at 5 a.m. I instantly grab my phone, check any of the notifications that I might need to check that I've missed that could potentially be important. But right after that, I am on the prowl for whatever porn that I need to search to like jerk off right then and there without even getting out of bed before I start my day. And then I get up, get ready for my run. And that is my burst of energy that I need to do my run is that jerk off session. That's real, you guys. I mean, I do have coffee after and I do have coffee when I get to work and all that shit. But that's all I really need to get myself going at 5 a.m. each and every day. But honestly, 98% of men worldwide masturbate. And here's what's crazy. There was a study that was done in Stanford for men worldwide that reported that only 61% of men actually said that they jerk off on a regular basis. So my question is is like, what are the other 39% of men doing? Like, either they're getting sex consistently enough on a regular basis to not even have to worry about jerking off, or they really just need to fucking unpack that shit in therapy because there's something really fucking wrong with you if you're not jerking off regularly. I mean, why would you not? It just doesn't make sense. Or maybe you're a Christian and you think you're going to go to hell if you jerk off (laughs) And I'll see you there. But here's the thing, you guys. How many times a day do you jerk off? Like, I mean, for me, you know, four to five, six, seven-ish times a day, depending on the day. Like, if it's a really busy day, I'll jerk off once in the morning, once when I get home from work, uh, probably one other time before bed, and then before bed if, you know, I'm not with a boyfriend or dating a guy or whatever, you know, have the ability to have the human touch of sexual interaction, but really, I jerk off all the time. Truth be told, my record, if I'm not mistaken, was in quarantine when we were just so bored and not doing anything. I think at one point I jerked up 14 times a day. Is when I is how many times I jerked each day? 14 times a day in one like fucking 12 hour stretch of a day. That was my fucking record. But really, like, do you? Honestly, like if I asked you, like how many times a day do you jerk off? Like would you be even able to know or like a week or a month or whatever because I get that everybody isn't in the same boat as I am because I like just famously have the biggest fucking sexual appetite. I it's just crazy. Like to a place where I just recently like had a checkup with my doctor and he was asking me about my sex drive and I was like, "Honestly, listen." I just turned 42. I feel like my sex drive should be slowing down at this point in my life, but it's really not. If anything, it's getting like, increasingly more significant to a place where I have to jerk off so many times a day or I'm just grumpy as shit and or like have to have sex all the time. So I just really don't understand what the dynamic of that is. And he actually wanted to do some hormonal work on my body to see if there was like a reason why I was just so horny all the time. (laughs) And he did just that. And what we found was that I do have a pretty high level of estrogen, obviously, because I'm gay, but like my testosterone level should like match that like within the like, you know, 100 percentile, but it's just through the fucking roof. So I think that explains why I do have such a huge sexual appetite. And that's just what I have to deal with. And honestly, I could have a lot worse problems than that, truth be told. (laughs) I don't mind jerking multiple times throughout a day. But like, here's a fun game, you guys. Like, actually record every time you jack off. When you jack yourself off each and every day, record it. And you're like, put it in your notes, in your iPhone. Somehow record it. And I think that most of you would be surprised how many times that you jerk off throughout let's say, a week's time frame. Because if I sit here and tell you that I, you know, jerked off this amount of times, that amount of times, etc., and you're just shocked that I say that, you know, I've jerked off up to 14 times in a day, you might be surprised where you're at too. <laughs> so I remember the first time I discovered like the art of masturbation. I was just a little kid and I was just starting to really get boners all the time. And I just wasn't really quite understanding what this whole thing was. So one day it was just a little bit more itchier than the norm. And I started like rubbing it and it started feeling really good. And it just got to a place where I, at that moment, something came out of my dick for the first time. And I was like, holy fuck. And you guys, the probably unhealthy, like crippling problem that I've had for my entire life known as dropping absolutely fucking everything to jerk off every single day ever since then has just been that gift that has been bestowed upon me. <laughs> you guys, in fact, I know like I know when we were kids, most of us like jerked into our socks because like you didn't want your mom to find like out that you jerked off or know or have any trace evidence of remnants of cum of any way, shape, or form on your pillows or your sheets because your mom always came in to do your laundry, right? I actually put this in my book that when I discovered masturbation, I would jerk off into socks and I would, like, stash them behind my dresser so that when my mom did come in to do the laundry or collect the laundry, she wouldn't find them and wouldn't know that that's what I was doing. But then I, like, remember one day she was asking me where all my socks went, (laughs) Let's just say that was a very awkward conversation. But guys, I'm here to tell you, in my own personal life currently, I actually regularly jerk off still into socks. And let me tell you all the reasons why. You know, I don't bother with my hand or lube unless I'm with somebody and doing it with them. But I have to do it in a sock for one reason and one reason alone. I am what's known as a very far Shooter, so in other words, I come literally if I'm laying on my back and I come it goes it's going over my head for sure, guaranteed no matter what. in fact, one of my exes had a beautiful like extravagant headboard, and I was staining that shit up on a regular basis because I just come so far, and a lot of guys are really into that by the way, just as a side note. But yeah, so for that reason, I still have to masturbate into my socks. Otherwise, my cum's just going to be all over my fucking room like a fucking goddamn crime scene. Like if you took a black light to my room after having sex, woo, you would find it in places that I don't think you would expect it to find. Okay, but you know, listen, so here's the thing. There is a lot of like shame and like guilt associated with jerking off and masturbation, especially with fucking straight people, because I don't really know what the fuck that is. But like, I I mean, I think that if a woman thinks that her husband's jerking off, then that means she's not doing her job sexually. And she's probably not (laughs) because she's not a gay man. (laughs) But like, honestly, there should be no stigma and no shame around jerking off. You should be able to jerk that shit off as often as you fucking want. Want And that should be an open-minded and sex-positive generated mindset in your mind. In fact, it's very fucking healthy to jerk off. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that the male fetus is predicted to actually potentially jerk off within the mother's womb? I don't really know how they could potentially prove something like this. But this is like an actual research study that thinks that the male fetus, in fact, does masturbate in the mother's womb. So, prostate cancer is a big thing in today's society, right? But did you know that if you jerk off on a regular basis, and probably as often as I do, that you could potentially go the rest of your life prostate cancer-free? Because <laughs> you're using your shit so much that the cancer's just like, mm, yeah, no, let's manifest somewhere else. There's just far too much shit going on over here. <laughs> At least that's what I know it's saying in my body. But, you know, it might actually affect your sight to jerk off often. You know, have you ever heard this when you were a kid? Like your mom always told you, you can't masturbate because if you masturbate, you're going to lose your eyesight. Honestly, I feel like that's just one of those old myths That's so misguided that our mothers tried to, like, make us feel, like, bad about masturbation that we wouldn't do it. Or at least that's how it was presented to us in our Christian home. (laughs) But also, did you know that May is National Masturbation Month? I actually just learned that today. (laughs) So when we hit May this year, you guys, make sure that you masturbate as often and as fucking loud and proud as you want. And did you know that also losing your erection is a signal for trouble? I mean, it's supposed to be a signal for trouble because that means there's something wrong in your body that's prohibiting your erection from happening. But honestly, what I personally believe is that if you're losing your erection, the only signal for trouble is that you can't get an erection and you should probably be working on that shit a little bit harder Oh god. Yeah. So see, there's all the fun facts that you need to know of why you should be masturbating on a regular basis. So, I'm going to tell you guys one of my most awkward and most infamous like jerk off themed gay walk of shame stories from deep within those gay walk of shame archives. And I actually it's so funny because I'm writing about this specific story in one of the chapters in my upcoming book entitled Gay Walk of Shame, coming your way so very soon. So stay tuned for more information on that. (laughs) Gotta get in my shameless fucking plug. Anyway, so long story short, the setting is as follows. I've just been dumped by my boyfriend of a year from, you know, completely blindsiding me. Never saw it coming. I just didn't know what to do I felt all sorts of like just shock and I was so upset and sad and didn't really know how to react and I just got on the bus from his house in that moment and I sat on the bus and just headed in the direction of home and really thought to myself like wow this is a feeling that I have up to this point never really experienced in my life just like sorrow loss shock just just All the negative things that you can think of in your mind times 10. And how could I ever bounce back from this and make myself feel better to forget about this devastating breakup? So I really just did the only logical thing that I could think of to do. I re-downloaded Grindr. (laughs) I mean, that's the only thing that's going to make you feel better after a breakup, right? Like a big giant dick just thrusted deep within your ass. I mean, who wouldn't want that? So I started searching. Of course, I was new meat. So I started getting all these like imp- like texts and messages and taps and blah, 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 etc. cetera. So as I got home, I got this one guy that was being a little persistent. He was pretty cute. And I thought to myself, this is probably a good fuck. But all I wanted, you guys, was to literally like walk in his house, like not even exchange names if need be, and just take off my clothes off, bend over and just get fucked and like Maybe a like good violent fuck so that I could just like hopefully make myself feel a little bit better than the moment that I was feeling right now. So I kind of tried to cut like all the chitter chatter short and I just basically was just really direct with him and said, do you want to fuck? And so he was kind of taken aback. I could feel it, but he invited me over to his place. Now I got to his place and he offered me a drink and it had been so long since I hooked up with guys because I was with this boyfriend for over a year and we were monogamous and I felt a little out of practice, even though we all know it's just like riding a fucking bike. (laughs) But I said, sure, yeah, let's grab a drink and sit on the couch. So we did just that. And the meaningless chitter chatter suddenly turned into a moment where he segued closer and closer and we began to make out. And you guys, when I say he like made out so badly that he kept clanking his teeth against mine. And I was so horrified in that moment that I could do like just about anything that I could possibly think of to get that making out to just stop. The only thing I could think to do was I just got up in that moment and I took all my clothes off. I walked over to his bed, which was just right next to the couch because he had a studio apartment and just bent over and waited for him to come fuck me. So he walked over And did what I thought was, I guess, penetrating me and trying to have sex with me. But really was just more along the lines of like me kind of turning my head and wondering like what the fuck's going on back there? Guys, later I dubbed this guy as the floppy fish fucker because it literally felt like he was flopping around on my ass like a fish out of water. It was the worst sex of all time and I ended up doing that infamous gay walk of shame home that day, feeling even worse than I did. That moment where I thought the sex would actually make me feel better in actuality made me feel even worse about myself because the sex was just so bad. Fast forward a couple years later, I'm getting really heavy into my whole like gay walk of shame blogging moment. I was doing my whole chlamydia Bradshaw moment. I was writing all of, my sexual encounters in blog form, publishing them for the world to read. It started getting a lot of attention, blah, 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 etc. So this one day, a friend of a friend sent me this, like, invite to a party that was actually supposed to be not a sex party, but a jerk-off party. And I was kind of like, what the fuck is this? A jerk-off party? I've never heard of this in my entire life. This is so crazy. And on the invite, it actually listed the address of where you should go, when you should go, and that a list of instructions would follow two hours before the party. It just, I didn't really know what the fuck it was. And honestly, like if I wasn't writing a blog in that moment, I probably would have been like, this is fucking stupid. I'm never going to go, whatever. But there was a part of me that just wanted to explore more. I wanted to find out what the fuck this shit was so that I could actually write about it if need be. And I ended up writing about it for reasons that I didn't think would be because I thought it was actually going to be something that was new and exciting. But in actuality, it ended up being one of the most awkward moments of my life. You guys, when I got to the house, I opened up my email to find the instructions for the party. And basically, it says that you go in There's a room right by the front door where you just walk in, you take a number, like kind of like a coat check, you take all of your clothes off, fold them up and put them on the bed and put your number on your pile of clothing and your belongings. And then you go into the main room, which by the way, there was... I just, I can't believe I even did this. It just, recounting this moment makes me laugh a little bit in my head because it was like, I remember walking into the living room and seeing this big circle of chairs. It was like a fucking goddamn AA meeting is what it looked like. But whoever house this was had plastic just all over all the fucking furniture on the couch, on the floors, all of it. It was just like, there was laid down plastic runners all over The floor, I was like, this is getting even weirder and weirder as we move on. But I'm like, I'm here, I'm naked, let's just do it. So by the time I got there, there were only two chairs left. So I sat in one of them and what ended up happening next was really fucking awkward because I will preface this, not that there's anything wrong with it at all because I am into older men, but they were mostly older men. There were a few young ones here and there, but they were definitely... Uh, A lot older than I was. And a few of them were like hot daddies. And I'm okay with that. But I just... I'd never been to anything like this before. And I was really starting to feel a little bit more awkward as each moment continued. So everybody's just sitting in these chairs. And they're all just jerking off. And they're eyeing each other. And they're moaning. And it's just like so awkward. So I felt obligated to start jerking myself off too. Because I was just like okay, everybody else is doing it. Like, I have to kind of participate, whatever. And I just started going at it. And honestly, like, I didn't really know how something like this worked. Like, because in the rules, it was very clear that nobody is to touch one another at all. So in other words, they wanted to make it very clear that it was not a sex party, but simply a hands-off, jerk-off party. It's just, can you imagine, you guys? (laughs) It was so fucking weird. Uh, so, long story short, a mere 20 minutes in, and like I hear some ruffling at the door. One of the guys gets up to go greet whomever it was at the door. And guess who walks in? None other than the floppy fish fucker. I swear to God, you guys, years fucking later, this dude just shows up randomly. And walks in naked, sits in the only vacant chair left and begins to masturbate. And you guys, when I say he was staring at me with this like sinister looking, I know he was trying to be sexy, but it just looked so fucking awkward and weird. And I just couldn't even look him in the eye. It was so weird, but he was literally staring at me the entire time as he jerked himself off. And you guys... The rest is fucking history. You're just gonna have to find out how that night ended in my book when it comes out. But it was literally the most awkward jerk off situation that I've ever experienced in my entire life. So if you get an invite to a jerk off party, (laughs) be aware that it might be a little crazy, a little weird, a little uncomfortable. But really, I mean, if you're into that, you might as well just go and enjoy yourself, right? So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning? Well, I like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot or really we just didn't learn anything. We just learned that I have a very high sex drive and I encourage each and every one of you to jerk off as often and as frequently and as many times as you fucking want and don't let anybody tell you any different. (laughs) Just fucking jerk off. When in doubt, jerk off. And I just want to hear from you, the listeners, what do you think? How many times a day do you jerk off or a week or a month or whatever and why? Just tell me all about it. Give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415 501 That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me all about it. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind Of each and every episode of My Gay Exposé Podcast, right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing my Gay, And don't forget to check out the show website, MyGayExposePodcast.com. And lastly, don't forget about Bossy Power Bottom Wear, now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I-Washburn.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me, Exposing My my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn and I will jerk off with you next time. expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.